swept in four games by the Winnipeg Jets this year. You're an Oilers fan, right? I am since the '80s. Since the '80s, so yeah. And you know something that I want to talk about with Sean on the last episode, but we just didn't get to. So I want to talk about it with you right now before we get into some other things. Is you know McDavid obviously the best player in the game. I don't think anyone disputes that. Nope. You know, even even a Flames fan like myself and a Jets fan like myself, right? Um, you know. What what is you're a guy who you have your finger on the pulse of the hobby. You're buying and selling all the time. Do yep. you think that with McDavid being swept in four along with the whole with the Oilers, does that what's that gonna do in your in your opinion, your gut feel? What's that gonna do to McDavid's cards in the short term, if anything? To be honest, I was looking at his rookie card, young gun sales in the last few days, just tonight, and they've gone down. Prices have gone down about three hundred. On a graded 9.5 BGS, about 300 bucks since yesterday, and or since they they got beat out. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to keep going down or if they'll rebound or what. Maybe there's too many of them on the market. It's hard to say, but it definitely yeah. had an impact. Yeah, I mean, I wonder too because his cards have been so hot lately. You know, especially with the season he had. Right. 107 points or whatever it was in a shortened season. Like yeah. he's he's clearly head and shoulders above the rest of the league in terms of offensive production. You know, yeah. he's a, he can skate. He I, I know people were kind of questioning his commitment to uh back checking in right. the last couple of games, but I don't think he's really there to back check. He's there to, you know, he they need to score goals to win, but they need to score more goals than their opposition does. And Winnipeg's got some firepower. They can't rely solely on Drysdale and McDavid. They can't play the whole game and think they're going to win every game, in my opinion. And for him to get back to back check, I mean, that's a lot more work, right? They need yeah. him to, they need him to score, like you said. And yeah, they need some more tools other than McDavid and Drysdale right now. My uh, yeah, <laughs> no no doubt about that. No. So did you uh, did you manage to watch that last episode with uh, with Sean and and the fifteen people that we had joined for episode ninety nine talking about Wayne Gretzky? I saw most of it. I missed about the first twenty minutes, but I saw most of it. Yeah, yeah. So any uh, what I like to do on after hours is kind of ha- provide some continuity between the two shows. So okay, yeah. Yeah. So anything kind of stick out to you? Anything uh, that that you wanted to mention that caught your eye or your ear during that during the show? Uh, your friend Sean, the Hockey Man ninety nine spoke briefly about friendships gained within the hobby and it's more more than just the hobby right you gain friendships and that's how we met was through the hobby yeah. and we've been buddies or friends i think since 2009 maybe 2010 and that all started through the hobby and it just resonated what he said was very true it it for us it started with with a <laughs> card actually it started with a card so yeah so I'll tell I'll I'll tell a bit of that story so people because okay. I thought I mean I like the story man because it is we've you know we live across the country from each other but we've gone through periods of time where I remember I remember having when I had a my dog Howard Chuck many years ago <laughs> who I no longer have a right. greyhound I used to take him walking all the time and I'd be you know in the cold winter I'd have my headphones on and I'd be we'd be talking we'd hockey be, we'd, we'd be, be talking. Yeah, we'd be talking cards as I was out walking and the wind is going through. Yeah, and, I um, that. Yeah, so, but it all started over with one card. So what, here's what happened. I was chasing, I was chasing in the game, ultimate memorabilia, ultimate emblem, one of one cards. Mm-hmm. And I'd had about, I don't know, 
probably eight or nine of them at that point. And the, the Mario Lemieux shows up on eBay. And I'm like, whoa, that's the most spectacular card I've ever seen. This was, these were the cards that, that, re, that, that revolutionized or uh, really created. They were the first, it was the first time you saw where the whole card was a patch pretty much. And I, I fell in love with these cards and they're all one-on-ones. The Lemieux shows up and I think it was at auction. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't, I got to get this card. Right. So I reached out to you on eBay somehow. I'm like, you know, will you just end this for me? I don't like to make a habit of asking people to end auctions early, but sometimes you kind of just have to right. you, for a card you really need. You, yeah. Sometimes you do what you got to do to get a card, right? Mm-hmm. So I reached out, you quoted me a price. I think I just said, okay, didn't even haggle back. And, uh, and we made the deal. Yep. And then what, but here's what happened. I was, I was in Calgary. You were in Toronto or the Toronto area, I'll say. Near Toronto, yeah. Near Toronto. So the whole plan was, okay, I, I was actually going to be in Toronto on business for my, for my job. And um, I think I had like a half an hour layover, maybe it was a layover, whatever it was. Yeah. And you came and met me at the, you came and dropped the car. It was a, it was a high dollar card at the time. I mean, yep. now it's standard price for a card probably but at the time it was a lot of money for a card right and you met me at the airport and dropped it off and i think i had already sent you the cash ahead of time had i not you had paid me through paypal or something yeah i had the yeah. Money. yeah yeah so you came to the airport i have the i still have the card this is i think i think it was the card is an 0809 card this would have been in probably 09 it was pretty early on right and um i still have it here so i'm, I'm going to show everybody this is the card that 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 is what kicked off what's become a an 11 year friendship so mm-hmm. that's the bad boy right there. Yeah. I pulled the, that. <laughs> you, and you pulled it. Yeah. Yeah. I love So this, for anyone who's listening on the podcast later on, it's the 0809 in the game, ultimate memorabilia, ultimate emblem, Mario Lemieux, one of one. And the whole, well, you know, 80% of the card is, is the, the patch and it's the full penguins head and most of the penguins body from, uh, from what would have been a game used Mario Lemieux, penguins jersey shoulder patch yeah so this was you know i'd had like eight or nine of these cards i now have i think 90 cards from these the various years that that uh brian price and in the game made this this product called ultimate memorabilia and uh this was like the seventh or eighth card i think that i that i added to the collection back then so and i've been picking them up here and there ever since but this was the one that this is the most i've ever spent on one of those cards to this day and uh (laughs) Anyway, it's an awesome card, and it always reminds me of you, man. Always reminds I, me of you. I pulled that card at a little shop near Kitchener, where I live, and uh, that was probably the biggest card I ever pulled at that time. And I was jumping up and down in the store. Yeah. And the, the owner of the store was happy. He was high-fiving me. It was great. So, that pretty was good. Cool. Yeah. Very fun. cool. <laughs> well, here, this is pretty funny. So, uh, Julie, do you know Julie? Yes. Who's Julie? Um, friend. <laughs> okay, so I remember when Spencer went to deliver that card. That's okay. Yeah. Pretty. That's uh, that goes back a while. I will say hi to Mike at Eastridge. Good evening, Mike. Didn't get a chance to come down and pick up that card today, but uh, I'll be I'll be in uh, in the next few days. Hockey guy talking about the Oilers. How about building a team that doesn't suck with more than three or four players that can score? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. really three right you got nugent hopkins is the third and then there's a you know nurse might fit in there a little bit nurse for defense nurse? 
Nurse is an amazing – that guy's a – he's a horse. Like, that guy's oh, yeah. a player. Any team would love to have Nurse on their team. For sure. He he impressed me the most in that whole out of that whole series. Peeps, good evening to you. Sports Cards Review, good evening. Peter Chow says, Jeremy, were you already into the ultimate patches at that point, or did this start the collection? I was already into them, Peter. I, I was already into them. This was the one that I'm like, if I get this card, I'm going to go for more and more and more of them because – it's such a it's Mary Lemieux, right? It's it's the Lemieux piece. So uh it definitely kept me going. Definitely kept me going. Le Magnifique, that's right, peeps. Big worms, good evening. Like love seeing big patches like patches like that. Yeah, I love owning them. I love owning I've got I one day I should show all those cards. They are pretty awesome. <laughs> Sounds like some insider trading going on there. Um yeah, you know what? You sometimes when when a card pops up and it's like it's going, it's so important to your collection. Yeah. You just, you do what you got to do to get it, you know, mm-hmm. within the, within the, within the rules. Sort There were no bids on it yet. There were no bids on it. There were no bids on it yet when you, when you offered. So if I had bids on it, I would never have ended it. I'm not, I don't do that on eBay. Yeah. Um, if it had bids, I wouldn't have ended it, but you got on right away and we talked about it and sold it to you and pulled it on eBay. And you took it down before anybody could could uh, put down a bid. Basically, oh, that's. I think you had it listed with like a pretty high opening bid at I the top. Have. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, thank but, you, Michael Ham, asking or reminding people to hit the like button. I do appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Appreciate that too. Uh, yeah, Tiffany Bennett sending Spencer our love from CMH. So, <laughs> what's what's CMH? Uh, Cambridge Memorial Hospital. I work there. All right, all right. Nice to have some of your coworkers watching tonight. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome everyone from Cambridge Memorial Hospital. Big Worm says Cardinal patches are up. Yeah, the Cardinals do have some nice patches for sure with the bird, no doubt. Hockey guy saw an article today comparing Trout to McDavid. Both great players on teams that suck that don't know how to build a winner. I mean, the Oilers haven't been able to build a winner in a long time. Peter Chow, nurse equals the old Duncan Keith, killing mega minutes for sure. Thank you, Ryan O'Hara. I love that card too. And Sanderson, all is fair in love and hockey cards. No doubt. <laughs> love and sports cards for that matter. So uh, let's talk about really what I think is something that you're dealing with right now. Because you have a you have an eBay store or an eBay, you're a power seller. You've, yep. you've been selling... On con- you've been doing you've been a consignment seller for clients for a long time now. Yeah. There's somebody that at the end of the expo in Toronto, I basically phone him like, "Are you coming to the show?" You're like, "Well, I wasn't gonna, but you got." Some. I'm like, "Yeah, come. You got to come grab <laughs> cards from me." Right. And uh, and you come and you pick up cards for, from me and I guess a few other people, and you'll you'll yeah. sell them on eBay for a fee. And you've been doing that for me for I don't know, man, probably like seven, eight years, six, seven, Roughly. eight years now. Roughly that, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't sell a ton of stuff, but every so often, I send you a box and uh, mm-hmm. and you list the stuff pretty quick and send mm-hmm. me my 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 cut, keep your fee, and uh, and it's great. Yeah. But recently, eBay has made some pretty serious changes that have impacted all eBay sellers, I would say, or all eBay sports card sellers. Sports cards for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and and it's, it's also impacted buyers because I can tell you, uh, you know, just to corroborate the fact that it's really sucked. It's it sucks what they've done. Yeah, I search much much less than I used to, and I'm bidding and buying much less than I used to because 
I can't search by sport anymore. To me, that's the biggest problem. I can only search by trading card singles. They took away the ability to search by sport. I'm not searching as much. So I'm buying less. I'm bidding less. I'm sure I'm not alone. Sellers are hurting. How how is this? Uh, have you felt this? Well, I'm noticing less views per item. I'm noticing just even last week, less bids. And if you look at comparables from even two weeks ago, which I would usually get around or more, um, I'm getting less money. People aren't finding the cards, like you said. Um, if you did a broad search, say PSA 10 rookie, it'll bring up every rookie PSA 10 in every sport. However, you could search hockey before, but now you can't. So anyone looking for hockey is not going to sift through all the football, baseball, and basketball. And, just gonna and say I give up. <laughs> and likewise, anyone searching for basketball or baseball or yeah. football, you're yes. gonna get all sports and even non will you even get non-sport? Like have they even have they have they distinguished non-sport? Is it all trading cards or, or what? It is a sports card um, category. Uh, it will pull up anything people list in sports cards. So if you list a you know a lamp wrong sports cards it's going to come up <laughs> you know so yeah it, that's the one major issue right now for everyone buyers and sellers but there's so many other things going on for sellers that's hurting the bottom line and from reading on the forums hi other forums a lot of people are giving up selling on ebay sports cards anyway they're yeah. making it so hard to make a dollar and there's not much margin in it anyways i'm not getting rich from it <laughs> I usually sell to make money to buy the things I like in the hobby, right? Um, one of the other biggest things is the listing time. I could list a card in under a minute about six months ago, and literally it takes about five minutes per card now to list. So it's almost not worth it. When it takes me four or five minutes to list one card and I list 100 for auction per week, that's a lot of time. And... It's just not worth it anymore, almost, you know. And they have all these um, item details that are mandatory that you have to put in. Like, is the card graded? Well, anyone collecting cards can see the picture. It's graded or not graded, and it says in the title. But eBay, in their wisdom, makes me put in there specifically, it's graded or not graded. Stuff like that. And if it's an autographed card, who autographed the card? What do you think autographed the card? The person on the card, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just all these little details we have to put in. It won't let you list it until you put them in. It just takes that much longer and they're not necessary. Do you know so, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. So what, like, what percent damage do you think this has done to your, your business? Like, is it, is it quantifiable that way? Um, these are recent changes. It's only been a few weeks. Hard to gauge that right now, but I have seen a decline in bids and and dollars. Um, to put a number on it, it's hard to say right now. I haven't looked at it that closely, and, but it has impacted for sure. And do you have any? Because I saw an email or some some press release they did talking about the changes they were doing, and it sounded like they had there was method to their madness. It sounded like it at the time. Now, mm -hmm. do you? Have you had any communication from them as, as a power seller or whatever that's called now that, that gives you any any hope or any faith that, that the situation will improve? 
I have not. <laughs> Every, everything I read just makes me more angry, honestly. They think that all the things they're doing are boosting sales and helping sellers. But in my experience, they're making things worse. Um, this whole new managed payments uh, scheme they have going, I don't understand it. And they're basically forcing us to do it, which the gist of it is eBay collect all your payments and send it to you. You know, however you select every week, every month, every day, whatever you select. Basically, they're trying to eliminate PayPal and take a bigger cut for themselves because they're raising our fees as well. So that's the gist of managed payments. But um, sorry, I lost track of my thought. I'd rather keep my things on PayPal. I don't want eBay having your hands in it, but I don't have a choice. They're forcing it on us. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, also, eBay are taking collecting taxes for certain states in the U.S. now, which I get that I understand that. But when someone pays a hundred dollars in tax on the card I sold, I have to pay the PayPal fee on that, which is three bucks. But when it happens thirty times a month, you know that adds up. So things like that—that's yeah. where they make, make nickel and dime the sellers to the point where it's like I want to give up. I don't want to do it anymore. And you know, not not to justify it, but just to 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 you know, add context. When when you're in in any sort of retail business and you collect you collect your price plus the sales tax in that state, country, province, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. you are still paying the credit card company their their fees on the on all the proceeds, not yeah. including the tax. So. I understand it from that perspective and that I'm not surprised by it. It's like, it, you know, I understand it from that perspective, especially since a lot of buyers are using credit cards to pay for those mm-hmm. items they're buying from you. So right. someone has to eat that fee and they're mm-hmm. passing it on to the seller. I understand it, but yeah. the problem is, you know, you're not, the sellers aren't used to it. So it feels yeah. like, like being nickel dime, but I, that one, I, I do get it, but I understand why people don't like it. I understand it too. I do. It's just, it seems like every week there's something new taking more out of our pocket. That's my point. Um, I get it. I do understand it. Yeah. 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 Um, other things that are going on, uh, they've eliminated the opportunity to warn someone that hasn't paid for an item. Whereas you could send them a, a warning. They have four more days to pay. Are they going to get a non-paying bidder strike? Now you can only cancel the item. So you go and click cancel item, you get your fees back, they don't get any more chances to pay. 99% of the time you send the warning, they pay. So now I have to cancel it, relist that card, hopefully get close to what I got before, or I usually get less, you know what I mean? So they make changes that don't make sense to me. I don't understand that one. Yeah, that one that one is very non-eBay-ish because mm-hmm. You know, and even when I have sold, I've experienced the same thing as a buyer, as a buyer, I'll receive non, non paying alerts. Like sometimes if I forget, and it happened rarely where I forget, I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to pay this guy for whatever reason. Boom. Pay instantly. Mm -hmm. You know, like I I want that item. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you buy from something like PWCC is a good example because as a buyer, they their auctions span like a good 10 or 12 days where different yeah. sports end each night. Right. And I'll wait until the very end 
to pay for everything I bought for the week, let's say. Sure. Meanwhile, they I get I get those non-paying bidder alerts saying, "Hey, please pay." I don't. I wait because they PWCC knows that they'll tell you not to pay. But my point is, is that are they going to be? Are they going to go through that same thing? Are they going to have to cancel the, those items too? I mean, it's I probably going to be pervasive across the whole system. But but yeah, th those those reminders are very important because buyers. Yeah. Like you, ninety nine percent. You're an experienced seller, so mm -hmm. that one doesn't make sense uh, to me. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> anything I've had to relist, I usually get less money for. People see it was listed two weeks prior, and they think, "Oh, it was shill bid or something, it's something fishy, right?" But yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. But you just hope that people pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other, sorry, the other big issue happening is shipping to USA especially during COVID is super delayed cards have taken two months and most people are understanding and cooperative, but a lot of them make their claim right away and you, they get their money back and then they get their card. So we lose money there. There's no, I'm not saying cheap, but no cheap option to, to ship with tracking from Canada to us. The cheapest we can do is about $13 Canadian but nobody's going to pay that on a $5 card. You know what I mean? So we take our chances. And it's happening more because of the COVID and the, and the delays. We're losing money um, on claims like that. So yeah. just another thing that adds to the frustration. There's not a lot of money to be made, and you keep losing it. So yeah, <laughs> I've, contemplated, right. I've contemplated quitting like a couple times just with all these changes and and, and – the money going out the door before you get your cut well let's let's come back to the, your options in a little bit anything sure. else on your on your sort of list of of problems ebay has caused um or touch on most of them the um the other big thing i worry about and I'm not sure i should talk about it but i will there's a lot of talk about the managed payments is that they're going to give your info to cra Canada revenue agency come tax time and say, Hey, this person sold X amount and they're going to tax you on that. <laughs> Essentially we should be doing that anyway, but I haven't. So I'm worried that I'm going to get nailed with huge taxes after this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what, what you, what you need to do in that, in that case is, uh, is hire an accountant to do your taxes for you because mm -hmm. you're not going to get taxed on your proceeds. You're going to get taxed on your profit right and the fees that you that you earn so you know you buy a card for ten dollars and sell it for 15 your 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 tax should be five dollars and the fact of the matter is when you are engaging in these activities with a view to a profit you're engaging in a business and business for income sure. is taxable in our country so yeah. i think in the hobby you know you're not alone a lot of people have uh have been doing this over the years and a lot of people have not been reporting this is a big issue in the u.s too because the uh, I guess PayPal or eBay are sending out you know their it's called a 1099 to all the mm -hmm. taxpayers in the U.S. telling yeah. them how much they're sending them to the IRS and telling the IRS and and the the seller how much how what their proceeds have been. But proceeds mm -hmm. again are only one one part of the picture. You need and you are incentivized to understand what your costs are as well, your cost of inventory and your business. As soon as this happens, Spencer and anyone else out there listening. Now you can take a portion. You can take a portion of your of your home. You can have a home office expense, a portion of your 
pro of, of, of your utilities, your um, your your internet, internet, your telephone, your property tax. I think that might be only for commission salespeople. I uh, know your property tax is eligible. I don't think your mortgage interest is though. But you know, not in Canada anyway. In the U.S., I believe all these things are eligible, depending if they go. I forget how that, what it is, Schedule One <laughs> type of thing or whatever it's called. But yeah, you know, there are there are ways to reduce that taxable income to a point where it's fair to you as well. Because right. and that only makes sense, right? Now, yeah, given tax advice here on the show, <laughs> but the the advice I will give to anyone who's in this situation is get proper advice. It's worth it's worth what you will pay. It costs you a few hundred bucks probably to engage with a tax accountant to help you get organized so that you are not going to get in trouble. You might have a bill to pay, but that's the way society works. Oh, for sure. And I understand that. And I'm not lecturing you. I'm just telling nope, no, the whole audience, you know? No, I, I get it. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's, def that's definitely an issue because now, you know, now again, these entities are communicating with the tax authorities in, in mm -hmm. Canada and the U.S. Uh, right. and, you know, for sure in the U.S., in Canada, likely as well, if not this year, very soon. It's, it's not so much the tax bill at the end of it. It's the extra work involved in getting the stuff ready for an accountant to, to look at. You know, it takes a lot of extra work and documentations and stuff like that. It is. It's the so nice thing, though, is that to the extent that your business is conducted out without actual cash, so if it's PayPal or bank transfers, credit cards, you have all that information available, True. right? You yeah. have it, so you can always uh, retrieve it. If it's uh, if you're dealing in cash, then yeah, you need to be tracking that manually some in some way because we're likely not using point of sale systems uh, at no. card shows <laughs> and all that, right? So no, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but everything else, there's probably a, there's probably an audit trail. We we call it a paper trail, but in essence, it's an audit trail too. So yeah. the yeah. other thing to keep in mind, again, not giving tax advice, but a lot of a lot of people are small potatoes, right? You're right. yourself included, most likely in this, yeah. even, right? Like, Basically, yeah. Yeah, the CR, the CRA, the IRS, they're not looking to to nail the guy who's not reporting ten grand of income. They're looking mm -hmm. to nail the guy who's not reporting like a hundred grand of income or more. Right. And there's a lot of people in our hobby that are not reporting a hundred grand of income or more, especially in the last year. There's people probably not reporting half a million to, to well more than that, right. but from content I'm watching, a lot of people are talking about paying their taxes. Now, whether they're just paying lip service to the audience or they're actually doing it, yeah. who knows? Everyone's, it's everyone's, uh, that's up to everyone to decide how they're going to handle themselves. For sure. Any other issues with eBay uh, before we talk about alternatives and get to some comments? Um, that's the gist of the changes. Um, there's always been issues with eBay, just you know scammers all those kind of things but just you put it into your equations of how you're going to sell your things and just write it off at the end of the day you know you're going to get scammed you're going to lose money here and there it just happens yeah there's going to be shrinkage in any business yep. that you're in really and this is uh as a seller uh, as a seller of, of trading cards on ebay you're going to have that you're going to have those write-offs as well so for sure Okay, man. Hang tight. Let's go to some comments here. Terry says, I think Spencer sold me my second last Gretzky rookie at KSA 4. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember the name. <laughs> there that you was go. Right that was right before the boom, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said he's only bought two of them in the last year or so, so very well yeah. could be. 
Yeah. Hockey guy, all my save searches have been ruined. It is awful. Yeah, mine too. And the reason for that is all my save searches were pretty much sport, not all of them, but like 80% of them were sport category uh, dependent. So what I've had to do is go to them and rework them. But now I'm getting stuff I don't care about. So if I that little blue blue indicator shows up instead of me there being 40 new cards for the day there's like 400 i'm like forget it. i'm not even i'm not even scrolling through that because i got like you know 70 save searches right now it's like it's just not even worth my time i just don't that's why i'm, I'm seeing fewer cards and i'm bidding on fewer cards mm-hmm. pete says not just the sports search also the grading company filter doesn't pop up like it used to it's weird sanders and door why did ebay do this i hate it like that says it all right there. Why yeah. do they do this? I hate it. Like, why don't you talk to collectors and sellers before you you pull yeah. a, you pull something like this? Yeah. They any idea, Spencer, why they did it? You may do things for their bottom line, um, but I don't see how this benefits them. Like you said, you can't find cards. You're not bidding on cards. Um, other people have just commented that they can't find the cards they're looking for. So it's, in my opinion, is going to hurt their bottom line, and they're going to see it and hopefully change it. But how long will that yeah. take? You know, I think what I think what happened here is that they had they saw a, they saw something that could be improved. I don't know what it was. Something bottom line. Something they saw they saw an opportunity for improvement, and they came up with a plan. <laughs> the plan sucked, mm-hmm. and then they and then they came up with a, a plan to execute, and the execution sucks. Yeah. Because no, because everyone is pissed in the hobby. Mm-hmm. So something, you know, you think about eBay and you think this is an organization with professionals who are going to strategize properly. And then they do this and you realize it's not run by the, the people making these decisions are not the right people in the job for these They're decisions. Not. I don't want anyone to lose their job. I just want you to consult with your customers first. Now, maybe they did, but who were they talking to about this? Were they talking to the biggest consignment sellers out there, like the PWCCs and the Probesteins, who who are much more equipped to handle a change because Mm -hmm. they have big staff and they have their own they have their own API sort of you know ways that they communicate with eBay. But a guy like you, the little guy, just gets left behind. Right. My uh, my good friend, he's in Brantford. He's a power seller with about forty six thousand feedback. He does it full time. He's been told he has to change close to 14,000 items by the 1st or 2nd of June to say if they're graded or not. And I did 200 the other day and I had all kinds of flaws. I had all kinds of, um, what's it called, error messages. And I was doing 200 cards. He's got almost 14,000. And if he, they're saying if he doesn't get it done, they won't be listed anymore. So he's like, what do I do? <laughs> you yeah. know, they don't. I've talked to lots of people in the hobby about this, and one gentleman in particular, we all know Quincy from uh, HI, he mentioned that they, yeah. they probably don't have any stakeholders at the table when they're making these big decisions. Exactly. And he's got it hit the nail right on the head, you know. Um, they're not talking to the people that matter about these things, and People in a boardroom think the bottom line. They don't care about everybody else, everything else. In my opinion, that's my opinion. Well, you know, it's it's funny because they are certainly the biggest marketplace for for sports cards and trading cards on the planet. 
but it's almost like they don't want to be anymore because they're just alienating so many people. And I want to get into alternatives for, for you and other people, because I think there are some and there are other marketplaces popping up. It's like, you know, there's a lot of people just waiting in the trenches to roll out their marketplace. And right. we don't need 100 marketplaces. That's not the solution. We need one or two really, really um, just technically savvy and easy to use competitors to come in and take over. And there's a couple out there. you got ComC, you've got, um, uh, not what's it called? Um, I can't think of it right now. But there's a few, there are a few others out there already that are ready to go. The, you know, ComC's issue there is that they use eBay as, as a primary, uh, as a primary platform for their own cards that are on their site. So there's really no perfect, I don't think alternative right now. Um, My slabs, I think is one. My slabs. Yeah. For graded stuff. For graded stuff, but that's just graded stuff. Maybe they need to expand. Golden auctions was talking about expanding. Ken was talking about expanding his, his platform to more than just like 10, five, five figure cards and up right. or, yeah. you know, a couple hundred dollar cards and up, which might be a great option if their platform works and is technically, um, you know, satisfactory to the hobby. So there there's are some a, other there's a site called Cronosio. It hasn't really been too big yet. They're mostly lower end cards. Um, I've, I'm probably going to start listing there. They don't charge a listing fee and they charge, I think it's 10% per card sold which is the same as ebay anyway um it's a canadian site i think out of montreal somewhere in quebec and there's this there's the Uh, one other one that i can't think of the name i'm sure someone will put it in the chat that is mostly for like really lower end cards i can't think of the name right now which one i don't know i'm not sure yeah okay let's go through (laughs) some more comments quickly here let's let's hear let's hear some more frustration with ebay right now (laughs) Uh, Ryan O'Hara says cards aren't showing up in specific searches. It's terrible. I found more by looking at sellers, other items the past week or so. Yeah, I find myself doing that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Currency project has, what is the ultimate goal in removing the subcategories? Does anyone know? Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Um, hockey guy says, uh, that's how some other eBay's around the world are. If I remember, there are some companies that think if you aren't constantly updating your site, that users think you are outdated. That's that's a fair comment. Peter Chow, I feel like the eBay changes are even greater opportunity for ComC to recarve out their space in the hobby. Yeah, that's a fair, you know, ComC needs to get their, their own business in order, which I think they're well on their way to doing. And then maybe they can start to uh, scale out possibly to that in that direction. Who knows? Steve Tingwall, you can still search by sport. Not sure what you're referring to. I can't search by sport. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't either. I don't either. A hockey guy, yeah, they got to get their shipping rolling. eBay does not care about sellers. Steve nope. Tingwall, <laughs> agree, posting is a pain in the butt, You, but you can still search by sport. You're fortunate to be able to search by sport, Steve. Hockey guy says eBay doesn't give sellers much of a heads up on changes. They just send you an email saying, here are the changes. Yeah, for sure. Dave Kaplan, what value of cards are you talking about that can be listed in a minute? Managed payments has gotten much better since they started. PayPal still exists for the buyer. So Dave is a guy that sells on eBay. He was wondering what, what value of card are you talking about that you that can be listed in a minute? Now, Spencer, I know you have a system. You've got yeah. like an assembly line system that you've developed over years of selling on eBay. I Any value yeah. or, or just or like auctions? Just the card in general. Um, I used Turbo Lister before they got rid of that. And 
literally would take me about a minute to list the like, to set the card up in the listing, and then you have to list it after. So to set the card up to be listed, I guess is a better way to put it. It would take me about a minute. Now it takes four to five minutes. It doesn't matter the value. You just type in a number of what you want for the card. It, that takes half a second. I don't understand the value part of that question. Whoa, I'm way behind in comments here. So we're going to run through some of these here. But yep. I do want to read them just for my own interest. And the podcast listeners can hear it as well. Currency Project. Uh, although someone mentioned that the idea was to create more crossover to other sports. See, that's now you're just alienating buyers. Steve, sir, good evening. Good evening, Steve. I recently bailed from selling on eBay. I realize I'm more of a hoarder than a seller. Fair, big worms. I still sell on eBay, though they have, though since they have the most amount of eyes, which is true. That's true. Yeah. They, yeah, they still do. They still do. Hockey guy making customers frustrated shopping online doesn't increase sales. It lowers them. Very bad decision on eBay if that's the case. Steve, as someone who has over 350,000 feedback, this tax, the tax. Is the U.S. law I'm not sure what you're complaining about? Yeah, no one's really complaining, Steve. Everyone understands that it, that paying tax is law, but it's still not something that people were doing. So it becomes a change and something that they're not everyone was doing it, which is against the law, I, as we understand. As a refractor, uh, refractor Jones. Good evening. As a refractor set builder, the new eBay search is bad. I used to concentrate on one sport per week. Now I just search for a few sets. Uh, it just takes too long. Yeah, no, every, that's just it at the end to look at every sport at once. That's the problem I'm having as well. Exactly that. I had a search that was just uh, PSA RC because I wanted to look for PSA greater rookies. Right. Well, and it used to be in the hockey category. Well, now it's everything. So I, I just deleted the search. I just don't have that search anymore. And I'm probably buying, I don't know, two less cards a month because of that. Something like that for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hockey guy says there are sport options on the left under categories. So I haven't seen them. That's I got it. Maybe you can search by sport and I just haven't seen it. I'm going to look right now because if you can, that would make my eBay activity a little bit better. That's the first uh, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, me they too. They might have just put it in there. It wasn't there as of last week-ish. I'm looking right now. Oh, well, there it is now. Sport is back, man. I see it. I see it. Oh, there you I go. I see it. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, look at that. It's When did it come back? Because it wasn't there. It wasn't there. It wasn't there a week or so ago. And I'm on eBay.com. Okay. Well, thank you for people for uh, telling us to go look. That's uh, that that's that's good news, Spencer. For even for you know, it doesn't help your managed payments issue and some of the other things. The no uh, the non-paying bidder alerts, right. but it does help on sales. I'm gonna. I'm going to go build back up some of my uh, some of my um, save searches. Right. Uh, currency project. I deleted about twenty percent of my now worthless save searches. Well, see, we're just they might they might not be worthless anymore. I'm seeing them now. I'm seeing the sport. So, Steve, thanks for letting us know too. Kyle Brown. On top of all the fees, policy changes, etc. eBay still won't protect the sellers if a problem comes up. Yeah, that's been a that's been a long time complaint, but still yeah. valid. Kyle, still valid. Steve Tingball. The unpaid item setup is optional. You can still send them the warning. Really just need to do your homework on this. Maybe. I there's mean, no, there's no option for that. You have cancel order. It's well, maybe like, take maybe take a deeper dive, Spence. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, well, here, this is a good, this is a perfect example of how unintuitive eBay is for sellers. Peep says, as a community, I hope we can develop and support something that isn't eBay. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling that way right now. Refractor Jones, I do recall there being each sport, but for whatever reason, I only see trading card singles won't let me search for sports. So that's exactly what I was seeing until right now. Until right now, that's exactly was my experience. Also, Steve says, been selling since 1980. Agree that the changes are a pain, but it's not as doom and gloom as I'm seeing right here. Yeah, it doesn't matter how long you've been selling, really, Steve. I don't I don't think. I mean, it matters on the experience you're having and and how intuitive, as was earlier said, um, that you're, you know, that you're able to to implement these changes into your business, into your processes. And um, but by the way, Steve, congrats on selling since 1998. I mean, that, that's a long time. I'm, I started in 1999 on eBay and, um, I you know, I'm proud to be a member, a user there for 22 years now. But I my feedback's very low, relatively speaking. I'm not even to 4,000 feedback and I've been on there, you know, for a very, very long time. But I do like the I do like the end there. It's not as doom and gloom as you're seeing. So Spence, for you and for any other seller out there, maybe it's maybe it isn't as doom and gloom as as we are this as this kind of energy has been. Right. And we, you know, outside of some of the things like you know the the seller having very little protection. Let's thank Steve for joining and maybe shedding light on some of these uh, some of these issues for us. Let's keep on going though. Hockey guy says down below there are filters you can use. Might take some looking, but they are there. Dave Kaplan, I wasn't aware that non-paying bidder strikes have been eliminated. If people don't pay me, I send them reminders via message. If they don't pay after the warnings, I institute non-paying bidder process. Sanderson says I have wanted to buy cards, but the shipping is more than the card. I just won't do it. So I'm again, we're reading the conversation here before. It had each sport accessible to search, which for me was much easier. But thank you. I will try to refine a little more to see if it helps. Yeah, it makes sense. Dave Slipka, Chai Town Hustler. A lot of this is old news and complete within the tax laws. Maybe if more collectors quit selling, that will be better for business savvy sellers in the long run. <laughs> Whoa, partner. I don't know. I'm not sure what that's in relation to. Uh, says Canadians are getting screwed with exchange rate conversions in and out with buying and selling. How is that affecting you, Spencer? Uh, right now, it hasn't. I keep all the money in PayPal and use that those American funds to buy, so I don't get the exchange as much. But if managed payments start and they send it to me, I'm going to lose two three percent in eBay's conversion. So. I haven't experienced it yet because I haven't set up managed payments yet. Yeah, you know, it, it's common issue that I've noticed, or and this isn't just recent, over the years is that when, when you're doing a sale in person at a show, for example, in Canada, and you're using US dollar comps, so you're like, okay, well, and then you take the US dollar, then you say, well, what's the exchange rate? Well, you Google the exchange rate. Well, that's not the exchange rate that, that you would have to pay if you bought it on eBay using no. PayPal. Because exactly. PayPal adds however many points onto the exchange rate to yeah. get their processing fee on it and, and their profit margin on it. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, using using the Google exchange rate is never it's advantageous for the buyer. It's not advantageous for the seller. No, it's not. But, <laughs> but it's still it's still something right. You and I, I bought a card from you the other day. It's sitting. Uh oh, you it's sitting it. right here. Ken Griffey <laughs> yeah. Jr. Right. You I just. Got this in the mail the other day from you mm -hmm. and uh we did the deal in you it, it was agreed to in u.s funds 
But then we did the conversion to Canadian. I sent you Canadian dollars. I probably yep. would have paid. I would have been out of pocket more had I paid you with PayPal USD on my credit card versus, right? Probably. For you, yeah. it's probably the same thing because you would have, yeah. yeah. It would have, yeah. It was just easier to get Canadian. Yeah. Currency Project says if you're doing high volume business, it is worth getting a Schedule C in the US. I'm not familiar with that, but I'm sure it's accurate. Uh, Slipka says don't blame eBay for how Canada Post is screwing us. That is a mess what they are doing. Fair, fair comment. Well, I, I, yeah. I didn't blame eBay. I just brought up the fact that shipping slow. That's not yeah. eBay's fault. I agree. No, it's not eBay's fault. Yeah, and obviously you know that. But it is another incentive to stop selling on eBay. Although if you're going to sell and ship, you still have to deal with that. Right. Refractor Jones, there we go. Hockey guy, my favorite is eBay rolls out changes with no warning at all. Well, I will say I did receive an email from them on this change. I remember getting some sort or I saw it somewhere saw something on it and i thought okay but i did but i think that was before they they must have reinstituted the sport categories because i remember thinking to myself what just trading cards that's all you can search yeah that's recent singles lots those sort of things yeah that's recent as i couldn't find it last week so yeah steve tingwall says give it a few more months the u.s dollar is starting to suck so bad that there will be no complaints with the exchange yeah it's already a lot better like he's right it's already a lot better than it was yeah Darcy, truly love that Gretzky tribute exchange. I love that card, guys. Griffey. What did I say? Gretzky? Gretzky, yeah. I know. I'm looking right at it, too. I'm so used to yeah. being Gretzky night. Thanks, Darcy. Hey, Darcy. Hockey guy. I actually got an eBay search survey about six months ago. No idea when, why, how they sent them out. Yeah, fair. Uh, Peeps is, is interested in your Gretzky rookie. One sold for $3 million today or so. <laughs> sold for $3.75 million earlier this week, Peter. PSA 10, though, one of only yeah. two of them. Steve Tingwall, as someone who speaks to eBay on an almost weekly basis, I can tell you why they did this. The search will eventually be much better. Goes on to say, unfortunately, we are going to deal with a bit of painful transition until we get there. So this is this is what I was looking to hear. Thank you, Steve. This is what I was looking to hear because I had a, I was hopeful. Two things. Number one, that they would hear the complaints, notice the drop in business, and improve it. But number two, nobody, very few people like and embrace change. Just in the world, people don't. Human humans just don't love change for the for the most part. But once you get through it and you learn the new system and you climb that learning curve and 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 you you get to the top of it, you can be a lot better. Like. I'm going to give a quick example. You know, I just yesterday for the very first time downloaded Photoshop and I'm like, oh my God, why did I even bother? This thing's impossible. Like I had a way easier system. Why did I even bother? But I reminded myself, it's a learning curve. You have to get through those early days where you don't understand what you're doing until you have some repet repetition and you do it over and over again. It will get easier. And that's, I, I, I hope that's the case with eBay because it is the biggest marketplace in the hobby with the most eyes. I hope that's the case. But I also hope that some nice entrepreneur comes out of the gate with a system that's better and maybe everybody moves over there. Will that ever be able to overtake the market share that eBay has? Kind of doubt it, but you never know. The hobby's a pretty, we're a pretty tight hobby, right? We can rally behind a really good uh, service and company and people. So potentially. Right. 
Rock Latex, eBay may be doing this to gather secondary price information with very little manual work. They're aware of how many people use 130 point and wonder why not use us. Steve says early July is the deadline to fix the existing listings. Lapper says these changes in terms of categories and data input seems to be a move towards their scan and list technology. Yeah, makes it. But again, that's something that could evolve over time. And they have, I mean, I see it right now for the first time. I can search within a sport itself. That's a big deal, especially if you're searching. Let's say you search Jordan. Let's say that's your search. Well, there are Jordans in every single sport. Jordan Stahl, Jordan this, first name Jordan, last name Jordan. I mean, there's all sorts of Jordans in the sport. You know, searching Gretzky is easier. There, actually, it's not. It's not. You get a ton of baseball results when you search for Gretzky because the sun has baseball cards. So, but Steve agrees. Julie House says, it sounds like eBay has a communication problem between sellers and their process improvement team. Zah, Kobe Bryant, RC, PSA 10, less than 3K. That's a buy. I don't understand where this comment's kind of from out of nowhere, isn't it, Zah? You can argue he's better than MJ and LeBron. He's not Paul Pierce. Where you dump after Hall of Famers? Okay, thanks for the comment, Zah. Hockey guy, here's an idea. Don't push a half-baked product on the public. Not a smart move at all. My slab, Sport Lots. Thank you. Sport Lots, yeah. Card. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. Foul Fiveball says selling platforms with an app would be nice. Yeah, for sure, which eBay does have. Yeah, a lot of people tell me it's sport lots. Thank you, guys. I yeah, a lot of guys. Yeah, it was sport lot big worms. Thank you. Uh, peeps, that's a great point. What an opportunity for Com C. I, I I see this as an opportunity for lots of small businesses in the hobby, smaller businesses in the hobby to capitalize on eBay not rolling this out in a user-friendly way. I'm I'm not saying that what that their eventual the system, the eventual system, I'm not saying it won't be good and user-friendly, but this transitional period is certainly challenging and a lot of people don't like it. Whether, you know, whether it makes sense or not, if you lose a lot of users along the way, that's just not good rollout. Maybe if we knew the end um, goal, we would hang on and say, okay, that makes sense. But if we don't know and the changes are hurting us, it's it's going to affect sales and people are going to drop out. Yeah. Seb says, eBay's answer when I asked about all the changes. Thanks for the feedback. We did make some recent changes, and I can pass along your feedback regarding them. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. At least you got a response. Julie says, uh, Tingwall, Tingwall seems to have all the answers. I'm grateful that he's here tonight and does have the answers, actually, because um, not so much the answers, but just the information, right? The insight, uh, yeah. Yeah. I found that I can now filter my sport. Uh, mm-hmm. That's new for me in the last couple of weeks, so... Um, yeah, Peter just found the sport filter. Same here. Same. Yeah. Well, well, no, thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm appreciative. Uh, Peter under the teams listing on the left. I don't, uh, foul fiable. I don't use eBay. I just search by sport on eBay's website. Sport is a choice now. Yes. Dave Kaplan. I, I take a lot more time to list my cards because I write individual descriptions for each one, which is why I generally won't list low dollar value cards. Very fair, very fair comment. Colin says you need hockey in the title. I had some Gretzky's on a seven day, had four views. Yeah, see, if you if you couldn't put it into ice hockey at the time, you're gonna miss out on a lot of views that way. But yeah. I think it's better now. Maybe as maybe as of a couple of days ago, who knows? Steve says when you list a card, you actually do have to pick which sport that you are listing to. It's been there all along. Spencer, can you speak to that from your perspective? 
it, it disappeared for a couple of weeks and today I did a bunch of listings and it was back. So, so yeah, it disappeared on unless me. Unless I missed it. Unless I missed it, it wasn't there for a couple of weeks. Maybe Steve as a 350,000 feedback seller had some special access or something because I don't know. It wasn't there for me either. I searched and I you yeah. know, I've been using eBay for 20 years. I didn't see it. Uh Oh, here we go. It came back three to five days ago based on my experience. <laughs> Sandra, they heard our voices on Sports Guards Live. Yeah, we've complained <laughs> about it. Uh, Ryan O'Hara, sports are not a category now. It's a filter you can add after the fact unless, unless they've changed it back. So I went to, what I did is I went to an item on my um, watch list and I clicked on it. And then I went to the top where you see the 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 links with the different arrows. And I clicked on sports trading cards to open up the category as a whole and then on the left i saw the sport options just uh how, that's how i got there uh julie says if everyone bought two less a month the impact would be huge yes colin murray jeremy it is terrible ebay sucks so much work that's why i don't sell on ebay that's why i send cards to spencer i do not <laughs> like the process spencer yeah. does in a minute it was taking me five minutes a card back in the day yeah. Spencer has a process because he's listed tens of thousands of cards. I never liked selling on eBay. That's why that's why I don't sell on eBay. Yeah. Very send, rarely. Send me your cards. I'll sell it for you. There you go. <laughs> Guys, and hey, I want to shout out Spencer. Give him a follow on Instagram. It's been it's been um, on the ticker. All show. SJW241 is his Instagram handle, his eBay store. eBay account is also SJW241. Give him a follow. See what he's selling. He's a great guy. I've been dealing with him for a long time. Dave says, uh, look into chit chats for shipping needs, for U.S. shipping needs. That's uh, some advice for you, Spence. Chit chats. Dave told is me about that, that a while ago. Is that available in Canada? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Hockey guy. As someone that has helped families sell on eBay since 98 or 99, their site is awful and unintuitive for sellers. Features are buried in random pages that are hard to find. Hockey guy's not a fan of eBay. I think we can establish that. <laughs> Uh, Zaw says uh, eBay took away PayPal, but the fees didn't go down. I just think with shows opening everywhere, they just want to make as much as they did. Plus, market is down at the moment. I don't think that's the case at all, Zaw. I don't think it's about shows being open. eBay's been around a lot longer than COVID has. The other thing is that no matter how buyers are paying, those fees still exist to the company that's processing them. You have to, it's not, it's not just a fee steal. Now it may be. Part of it may be like they, they may be like, okay, our cost to the credit card because Visa, MasterCard, Amex, they need to get paid. They don't care who, what platform you're on. The fees that, that, that they charge are based on the kind of credit card that the user is using. Whether it's a high points card, you're going to, the, the retailer has to pay more. Low points card, the retailer will pay a lower fee. So it's not, it's not like eBay went or PayPal went away. And now those fees could just be eliminated. That's not the case at all. He says, eBay just took the PayPal fee too. No, no, that, that's just not true, Zah. You're, you're misinformed. Um, they, they, in, they took the fee, but they also took the expense along with it. So it's important to understand that. Goes to account instead of PayPal. Again, it goes to the credit card company. It goes to the whole payment processing business, which I can tell you is a very... There's a lot of entities involved in moving money throughout our economy. Steve says, I just got switched to eBay managed payments as well. Totally get you on that. 
Photoshop is great. Lots to learn about. Just remember, you have to be bad at something before you get good. And that's what I understand. Everything is a learning curve, guys. Everything. Learning to talk was a learning curve when we were young, right? Learning to learning to write math, it's all a learning curve. Any Anything is. You just have to be willing to bear down and, and, and overcome that learning curve. Speaking of horrible searches with sports combined, imagine searching for a player, Mark Smith. Yeah, I hear you on that. <laughs> Yeah, don't Brent and Keith Graham. Unfortunately, they don't have any cards in the bit in, in, in the hobby, really, Dave. Very few. <laughs> Thomas Newman hits us with a dollar ninety-nine super sticker. Thank you, Thomas Newman. Sports card investor, good evening to you. I want to make sure you're legit. Jeff Wilson and sports card investor has a lot of copycats on on um YouTube these days. So sports card in bat. I think that's legit. I think that's a legit Jeff Wilson. Good evening, Jeff. Hockey guy sports lot seemingly hasn't been updated since 01. It works how it is. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'll say one thing to that uh, hockey guy is that I'm a big believer. You know, I understand the, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of mantra that everyone seems to say, but with, but then there's no innovation, you know. If it ain't if it ain't broke, make it better is another thing to just say at the same time, you know. Like things can still be improved, but you don't. But if you're gonna do that, you have to communicate with your users. I, I definitely believe in that. Colin Murray says, charge tax for Canadian buyers and write off the collections you buy. Well, exactly. Your inventory becomes an expense. It becomes a cost of your of goods sold, and it's a deduction against your proceeds. Steve says, I'm kind of coming across as an arrogant ass. Sorry about that, guys. Not meaning to. Steve, I, I want to say um, you're being very informative and you're, uh, you're to me, um, you're just telling it like it is. So I, I don't, I don't, with one comment, <laughs> with one comment, I maybe felt it, but only one. Otherwise, I'm really happy you're here and you're taking part because you're providing great information. So thank you. I didn't see that, Steve. There you go. Yeah. Peter says uh, he's been a great guest. Thank you very much, Peter. I think that's for you, Thank Spencer. You. Thank you. Hockey guy says don't necessarily hate eBay, just hate how it's faster to Google what you're looking for on their site instead of finding it yourself in their multitude of pages. True. And peeps, back to that Gretzky rookie, Spencer. Uh, message me through Instagram. We can there talk. you go. Peeps, send him a message. It's on the ticker SJW two four one. Send him a message if you're interested. No worries, Steve. Seriously, glad to have you. So we're hey, and we're finally at the end of the. Uh, we're at the end. Oh, we're not. Sanderson says, "Love the show, but it's one a.m. I'm exhausted." Thanks, uh, S2O. <laughs> Great to have you as always. Great to have you. Peeps is going to message you on Instagram. Okay. Spencer, guys, if you just got here, be sure to follow Spencer on Instagram. SJW two four one. Basically, Spence on your Instagram account. Are you are you really only showing cards that you're selling, or do you show personal collect? Because you're a collector too. A what little do you, bit, uh, yeah. So what do you what what are you using your Instagram account for? Uh, right now, focusing on promoting my auctions on eBay, um, showing what's for sale, what's coming up. Um, I'm going to start showing what has sold. Um, I was thinking about starting to show some of my personal collection. Um, I collect someone who's not in the NHL anymore. He's basically was a nobody, but he played in Kitchener for his OHL career. So I got to like him, uh, Ryan Murphy. Uh, he played in Carolina, drafted number 12 overall. I forget which year, 13, 14. Um, I have a pretty solid collection of his. Um, I've got basically every card 
except for the one-on-ones. <laughs> um, I don't know how exciting that is to anybody else. He's not a big player. He's a defenseman, but I might start showing some of that. Um, I've done some polls. I've done some trivia questions. A lot of people got wrong. I think you got it right. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, which, right. which one of these players wasn't drafted into the NHL? First overall. First, first, first overall, sorry. Yeah, and it was Wayne Gretzky. It was kind of a trick question. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing right now. Um, I'm just starting out. I just started using Instagram that way about a month ago now. So my daughter, who's 16, is teaching me how to use it because <laughs> I have no idea, really. So I'm learning as I go, similar to your uh, story about Photoshop. I'm learning as I go. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's what I'm using it for. It's a learning curve. And the reason I asked is so people know, like, the cards you're showing, are you, you're, you're going to be posting cards for sale, posting a few cards that you're – you're just showing off from your own collection that you like to share. We all like, we're all collect. Well, those of us that are collectors like to show some cards as well. For we're going to sure. go to a few more comments here quickly. Angie, Jeremy, eBay is a really high shipping cost. Buying a card for $10 and shipping costs are another 15. It does not make sense. I mean, that's the case in a, in a lot of cases. That is the case, Angie. What I do as a buyer is I just, bid accordingly if i'm willing to spend 40 dollars on a card and i can buy it for 25 and pay 15 shipping i'll do it if i want the card bad enough i'll just do it and, and suck up the shipping cost but i hear what you're saying i do i do believe this is actually jeff wilson uh, jeff i am doing well thank you for joining good evening and i hope you're well as well tracy shamer good evening to you hockey guy says spencer is there a price range or minimum value of cards you prefer submitters send to you to sell I will sell anything, but $5 minimum usually is what I aim for. So if I sell a card for a dollar, eBay take too much fees, and by the time I get my cut, it's not worth the time. It's not um, a, it's worth the time for a dollar. If you send me, you know, 100 cards that are 50 to 100 bucks and there's $20, $21 cards, I don't mind. Like, it depends. It's hard to say that, definitely. <laughs> but minimum $5 per se. And I mean, so that, you know, that, and that's, that's a pretty low cost card for sure. Yeah. yeah. Refractor Jones, uh, right. It wasn't, thankfully they brought back the sport, the sports section. Yeah, for sure. Tracy Shamer flirts with all my guests. Uh, Spencer loves the beard. <laughs> Thank <Loves> you. The beard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Peter Quill says Spencer has sold cards for me and fast. There you go. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. There you go. By the way, go Habs. Carey Price has been solid. Yeah, the Habs are the Habs are about to uh, pull a monster upset after being down three to one against the Leafs. Game seven, anything can happen. Is Austin Matthews gonna? If he, you know, you got to think he might come out and maybe score four goals. When is Game seven? Is it tomorrow or the next day? Monday. Monday. That's a huge. I'll be watching that. That's a huge game. Huge yeah. game. All right. We are past the hour mark. We are at the end of the comments. Take a second to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Thank you if you watched the early show as well. We had 15 different people join the show and talk about their passion for collecting. But about Wayne Gretzky, that was episode 99. Episode 100 is coming up a week from today of the early show, the Sports Cards Live. That is going to be with none other than Nat Turner from PSA and Collectors Universe. Check that out. June 12th is Ladies Night on the show, guys. Ladies Night on the show, June 12th. Christina. I'm not even sure of her last name. I just know her as Christina's PC, one of the co-founders of Card Ladder, will be on the early show. And the late show will be the lady from Women of the Hobby. Again, I'm not sure of her last name either. 
but her first name is Sam, Samantha. She'll be joining me. That's going to be fun. Ladies night. I, I mean, that's kind of cool. Hey, Spence. Ladies oh, night yeah. on Sports Cards Live, right? There you go. Yeah. I'll I be watching. A, I thought that'd be a fun thing to do. And then it's the virtual expo. And then the national is coming. Dr. James Beckett will be my guest on Sports Cards Live on July the 24th. That is the last Saturday before the national. So we're going to have him on for like a pre-national discussion. By then, we'll have a lot more information on the show. Christina Hoge, I see. <laughs> Christina Hoge, that's her last name. Christina House of Jordans. <laughs> that must be Chris. Maybe it's Christina. Um, so yeah, that's going to be fun. And then for the from the national guys, if you're going to be the national, I will be actually. I've just sort of I've just arranged it. I will have a setup at the national for Sports Cards Live at the at the iconic auctions booth, which will be in the corporate section. They are, uh, it's a friend of mine, a good, a good friend of mine owns Iconic Auctions, and um, they are going to carve out a space for Sports Cards Live. The plan is, and I know I'm talking about this early, but hey, I may as well talk about it now, since I'm, I'm there anyway. The plan for that is going to be, and it's just loose in my head, because I want to walk around the show. I want to meet people, talk to people, and I want to go out and look at cards, buy cards, trade, do all that stuff. But I'm planning to have a couple like windows of time where I will be at the booth and anyone who comes by, it's like, let's go live on Sports Cards Live and show the cards you're getting. Let's do some live from the show. I should have kept this for later. People might steal the idea. It's okay, steal it. Other guys can do that too. But if you want to come on Sports Cards Live, we're going to do something like that. I'll have a banner and all that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to meet so many of you at the National. And then, of course, we'll have the real in-person sports card expo in november steve has turned that into a four-day show spence i don't know if you heard it's gonna be four days now the I expo heard. i heard yeah very excited for that of course we got the virtual expo june 19th and 20th if you didn't see the last show and i haven't heard me mention it before guys there it is on the ticker sportcardexpo.com i don't think registration is open yet but it is free attendance is free at this thing Check it out. I'll be set up. SlabFest is making its debut at this virtual Sport Card Expo. SlabFest, you heard it here first or second, but you heard it here. Check that out. It's going to be fun. What else can I tell you? What else can I tell you guys? Follow the Big Three on Instagram. My good friends from the Big Three Hockey, the Big Three Hockey on Instagram. Give them a follow. Here's all my, here's all my social media stuff. If you want to follow me anywhere that you're not already, please go ahead and do so. Let's even throw out a plug for the Basketball Card Fanatic magazine now in print. If you want to subscribe to Basketball Card Fanatic at Basketball Card Fanatic, that's where you go on Instagram and talk to Adam. He'll, he will hook you up. Steve Tingwall says, Shocked you're going to be at the National. I'll for sure see you there. Why are you sh I haven't missed one in, I, miss I think I've missed one in 15 years, Steve. Don't be shocked. I've missed one National in 15 years. Angie says, one last thing, which player is good to collect in hockey? Oh, boy. <laughs> I <McDavid>. mean, <laughs> Connor Mc... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my list, Angie, my list. Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Austin Matthews, Alex Ovechkin, Nathan McKinnon. That's my, right. those, are my, those are my main... That's my main list, Angie. If you're just looking to collect, like, a, somebody who is, you know, of that, like, goat sort of status... Those are those are your five guys. Austin Matthews might be lowest on that list in terms of GOAT status, but I think he's the real deal. He's probably the best goal scorer in the NHL right now. Those are some good guys to collect. There's more. There's more. Depends how much how risky you want to be. Like, like, like hockey guy says, depends what you mean by good as well. That's a good point, Chris. Good yeah. point. 
Peter Chow says, as a Jets fan, go Habs, go. I, I understand that. I think the Jets would have a better chance against the Habs than they do against the Leafs, so I'm with you on that. All right, Spence, any – oh, I wanted to get to this too. Sorry, we're going to go for a few more minutes here. That's fine. Alternatives to eBay because if you're going to – you know, as as Steve Tingwall has has really informed us tonight, there it's not as bad as it seems. Let's Let's put that out there. But still, what like are there any other alternatives? And for you, is it Instagram? Is that the alternative that you're kind of looking to? I sell on Instagram a little bit. Um, I sell on the forums, HI, SCF, uh, Sports Card Forum. Um, it's just that it doesn't get the views that eBay get, and it takes a lot longer. And by the end of it, you don't you don't say, you don't pay the fee, but you've had your money tied up in those cards for longer. So. As far as a quicker alternative, I don't know one, but there are alternatives for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Facebook, Facebook groups, which I have started dabbling in. I just got Facebook back. I didn't have it for about five years for different reasons, but I have it back and I'm dabbling in the groups. Um, I bought, bought a few cards. I sold, I think, one card through Facebook. So there are options. There are options. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Terry Fortune throws out more hockey cards to collect Gretzky or Howen, Maurice Richard. And now we're, you know, that's the, that's like that goat group of <laughs> retired players. You could add in there, Mario Lemieux. Uh, you could add in Patrick Waugh. Yeah, you know, it really depends what era you're looking at as well. Thomas Newman wants to thank you, Spencer. That very thank nice, you. Thomas. Thank you for that. Appreciate Thanks it. For watching. What's that? Thanks for watching. Yeah, for sure. Let's see your Gretzky cards, Jeremy. I mean, I almost want to—I I want to show them because I'm so proud of my Gretzky collection. I mean, there it is. And then there's, and then there's those. Wow. And then there's, and then there's that stack. And then there's, and then there's that stack. And then there's that stack. And then there's, then there's those. And then there's, then there's those, and then there's, then there's those, and then there's those. So, so I've, it's, it's, it's a few cards, right? It's, I don't know how many, but it's a few. I've never actually gone through all my boxes and pulled out my, my Gretzky cards, but I did that uh, in anticipation of maybe showing them. Terry Fortune says we have all night. <laughs> hockey guy remember to hit that like button on the video i appreciate that hockey guy yeah guys take a second hit that hit that thumbs up for me if you enjoyed the episode tonight hit the thumbs up if you didn't enjoy it hit the thumbs up hit it hit it appreciate that yeah episode 99b when i number these for the uh when i upload to podcast i just number it 99.1 that's what it'll be on podcast Waxel says there's a bunch of niche marketplaces, but nothing quite like eBay. Now I get to spend the night updating 200 save searches. Thanks to Steve. That's my <laughs> thoughts. Exactly. Waxel, my thoughts. Exactly. And thank you for joining the show. Tracy Shamer likes those Gretzky's. It's a, it's a Z Tracy, not an S. I'll even use the U S version of the letter. It's a Z, not an S, but I think, you, I think you probably know that Tracy could be a typo. All right. I, I don't think I'm going to go through all the Gretzky's right now. It's late for Spencer. He's two hours. He's got to be up early in the morning. So I will show them eventually. Maybe I'll do a special episode or something in the next few days and share the Gretzky cards. But as you can, as I don't know if you can tell, but my voice, my uh, my voice is starting to uh, to fade on me anyway. 
Angie wants to know, what is your most valuable card? That's a great question. Are you asking me or Spencer, both of us? Spence, do you have an answer for that question? I have a LeBron uh, Topps Chrome BGS 9, which is probably my most valuable right now. The the, the rookie. Card. Rookie. Yeah. rookie yeah. Nice. I mean, it depends on the day. The, the market's volatile right now. For me, the market's volatile. So it, it, it's one of a few different cards. A Mickey Mantle rookie, a Jackie Robinson rookie, a Wayne Gretzky, a Bobby Orr. One of those four cards. Maybe a, maybe a Michael Jordan Jambalaya might be if, if you know the comps don't support it because there aren't any, but uh, you just never know. Peeps, peace out to you. Thank you for joining. All right, guys. We're, we're going to call it a night. I appreciate you all. I will do it. I, since the Gretzky cards are out, I will do a special episode maybe as soon as like tomorrow or the next day. I'll just randomly go live when my son is having his nap or something like that. I'll show the cards. And if you happen to be able to catch it live, that'd be great. If not, it will be in syndication on my YouTube channel, Sports Cards <laughs> Live. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel, guys. Make sure you hit that like button. I don't know. I don't ask for too much, but when I do, I mean it. And uh, make sure you follow Spencer on his Instagram account, SJW241. And that's his eBay store as well. Follow him yep. on eBay too. He throws up a mix of cards, all, all sports, all price points, because he sells for a few different people. How many different... We want to say, like, do you know approximately how many different people you sell for? Um, at any given time, there's been 15 to 20. Yeah. Um, and am I one of your oldest uh, clients? If you, I know I'm not your oldest. I know you got a few guys older, but um, am I one you're, of the one of, one? you're one of the first ones I sold for. Yeah. Awesome. Not I'm proud one of that. Of the first three, anyways. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'll take it. That's awesome. And, and you've sent me a lot of people to sell for, too. So that was great. Yeah. I'm glad, yeah. man. I'm glad I can help you out. Yeah. Thank All you. All right. We're going to finish up these comments, and we're going to call it a night. Dave Kaplan, do you have a favorite data list? Spencer. For auctions, I always start them Sunday night, ending Sunday night. For uh, buy it now listings, the day doesn't really matter, but the time of day is usually 8, 8 or 9 p.m. Eastern. Very cool. Currency Projects is a great show. Hey, Currency Project, throw up your eBay store because you sell – I'm going to tell you guys quickly what the Currency Project does. If you don't know, these guys, it's a team of two guys. I don't, sorry, I don't remember your names right now. I I, I used to remember. It's been a, Abdul, I think, and something maybe. Remind me of your, please post up your names if you're still there and your eBay store because these guys do like original art cards where they take an actual card, like a, a pack issued licensed card and they paint over it. And it's not like, you know, it's, they do beautiful work. I've been on several of their cards. I've never won one. Yeah, Abdul and Julian, I thought so. It's Abdul and Julian. These guys paint on cards. Check out their Instagram account as well because it's like I've bid I've bid over $200 on these cards before I have and I've never won one. Over 200 bucks for a card that these guys have taken and painted on, literally. But it's like beautiful artwork. Anyway, check it out. If you guys want to throw up your, your eBay store, we'll put that on the screen as well. And um, maybe, uh, you know, help point some people to, to your work because I, I do think it's phenomenal and I'm a, I'm a supporter of you guys. All right. Oh, there we go. Thanks, Jeremy. We appreciate everything you do. Ah, you got, you're welcome, fellas. You're welcome. All right. Spence, final words from you and then we're done. I just want to thank you for having me. I saw a lot of notifications come up on my phone of new followers. So that was great. Um, yeah, it was great talking with you.
Oh, as my phone falls. <laughs> and there goes the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm back. Spencer, man, it's been a, it's it's awesome to have you. I'm happy to help you expand your reach. We've been buddies for a long time. I know you do yeah. great work. Thank I know you. you're trustworthy and all that. I wouldn't do business with you for so long if you weren't. So you got you. you have my full vouch all the time, as you well know. And um, so, guys, feel free to you know don't hesitate to do business with Spencer. Buy from him, sell from him, whatever you want to do. Angie, really appreciate that, though that is high praise. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're great as well. Thank you for joining as you've been doing lately. Everybody else, that's it. We're going to end this. Good night, everybody. Have a great week ahead. Enjoy your Sunday. Spence, hang tight right there. And that's yep. it. We're done. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.